Welcome everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Leslie Klein, and he's the CEO of Seacom Satellite Systems. And uh, Leslie, uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, much appreciated. Well, you were on about a, a year ago, but for those that aren't familiar, can you just give us a, a quick uh, overview? Sure. Um, CECOM is a Canadian publicly traded company. We are traded on the Toronto Venture Exchange and also on the uh, OTC uh, in, uh, in the United States. Uh, we have been in business for 24 years. We are a manufacturer of uh, satellite antenna systems that are used to deliver high-speed broadband internet over satellite in uh, using vehicles or portable movable structures. The antennas that we manufacture are used in over 100 countries, and uh, the company is relatively small, but it is uh, profitable. It has uh, a working capital, uh, and, and it is paying dividends. Uh, so it's a very rare technology company, and it, the company also has no debt. Very good. And, and so in, in the competitive landscape, where exactly do you, you fit in, and, and how did you differentiate yourself? The, the company has very few competitors because we specialize in the uh, commercial marketplace. So uh, all of our customers are commercial customers, such as Halliburton, Hughes, Telesat, uh, uh, Utelsat, uh, a lot of uh, other satellite uh, companies around the world. And also we, uh, we deliver product uh, into very harsh environments uh, from Siberia to the Sahara Desert. And uh, the products are extremely um, uh, uh, reliable, uh, very cost-effective. And uh, as a result of it, uh, we probably have the lion's share of the commercial marketplace around the world for these type of on-the-pause uh, communication devices that are used to deliver broadband satellite connectivity into areas where terrestrial structure doesn't exist or it's very poor or there is no other way to deliver high-speed broadband other than satellite. Is this a growing market that you're selling into? The market is growing because there's a, there's a lot of satellites being put up around the world, and those who are following this market would probably see that SpaceX is entering the market, Amazon is entering the market, Bill Gates has an investment in a company that is also delivering satellite connectivity using antenna systems, and, uh, and uh, there is now new constellations uh, being put up uh, uh, by SpaceX. SpaceX has put up 1,000 satellites, uh, and they will probably have uh, three or 4,000 in the orbit. Uh, Amazon is uh, planning to put up uh, 3,000, and OneWeb, another supplier, is putting up over 6,000. So the entire globe will be circled uh, with uh, satellites that will be delivering broadband connectivity to about three and a half billion uh, people and, and corporations and companies who today have no access to internet at all. And the part you're addressing, how big a market is it? Well, every satellite needs an antenna at the, on, the, on the ground. So uh, most, the, the largest segment of the market is consumer, where uh, you have the people like Viasat and Hughes uh, delivering uh, connectivity to homes. 
SICOM uh, would be addressing the the market that presently with those constellations is not addressed because the new constellations, the SpaceX, uh, the Amazon, the Kuipers, and a lot of uh, other um, uh, store and forward type of applications that exist in the satellite communication business or require an antenna that if you want to be uh, in a vehicle or a plane or, or in a marine environment, uh, the antenna has to be able to uh, be put on a car and move, and at the same time, the satellites are moving. So until these LEO or low Earth observation, uh, low Earth uh, um, constellations were, were available, you had geostationary satellites which were always in one position. So it was relatively easy to track those when you were when you are moving in a vehicle. But uh, now with the satellites orbiting in, in low Earth orbit, and and uh, there are multiple thousands of them there, uh, and you are moving, it becomes rather difficult to do that with with uh, standard technology. So SECOM has been developing for the last four years an electronically steered antenna that will be similar to a printed circuit board that will allow uh, constant uh, tracking of these uh, multiple thousands of satellites and delivering high-speed broadband while at the same time the, the vehicle, the train, the bus, the plane, the boat will be in motion. Gotcha. And, and then, so what are some of the end markets that you're addressing? So the end markets presently the company is addressing with, with the existing uh, technology, the parabolic antenna technology that we manufacture. It's a robotic antenna. You push a button and within two minutes uh, you find the satellite. So anybody can actually operate it. And the vertical markets are really uh, from military disaster management, cellular backhaul, mobile banks, mobile, you know, telemedicine, uh, e-government applications, uh, emergency. Um, uh, it, it just uh, the, the, the vertical market is limitless. So we have over uh, 8,500 antennas that we have delivered in over, in over 100 countries. And we manufacture them here in Canada, and we sell them through resellers. So we can be very small, and uh, we also don't manufacture anything because everything is outsourced. So we design the product, we send it out to be manufactured, the product is delivered. We have about $7 million worth of inventory, and then we ship from the inventory. We test the antennas here, and we ship them out to customers. So we can deliver very rapidly multiple hundreds of antennas, in a very short period of time, if, for example, there's an emergency or a disaster where these antennas actually become cell towers, for example. So in Japan, we have about 600 antennas with SoftBank, which is a very large cellular uh, provider. And as you know, in Japan, there's a lot of disasters and floods and, and, and tsunamis and, and, uh, and, and landslides. And these antennas actually can be deployed very rapidly within, within minutes of delivery to a location uh, and can be connected to a cell tower uh, or a cell tower type antenna and become cellular backhaul capable. So they can deliver cellular connectivity even if the cell tower itself, the million dollar cell tower is, has been destroyed. So um, this is one type of an application. Another application of course is military. There is uh, a lot of military type vehicles where you need connectivity uh, very rapidly uh, while you, when you arrive. So 
The antennas that we manufacture are called on-the-pause antennas, which means that you, when you arrive at a location, you push a button, and within minutes you have, you have actually uh, located the satellite. So, so, and, and those are on top of vehicles. We have also antennas that are called flyaway antennas, which you can take, take apart like Lego without any tools and put them together in a couple of, couple of minutes, and you can locate them anywhere in the world and start communicating. So these are products that actually d- deliver very essential uh, high-speed internet connectivity in about anywhere, anytime, and uh, at a very simple press of a button. Uh, are you selling? It sounds like you're selling them worldwide. Is that correct? And oh, so, uh, of course, what's yes. the, so what's the breakdown by country roughly? Where, where's the bulk of it, it going? It, it, it depends. Uh, you know, a lot of it goes to the United States. Um, uh, a lot of it also um, ends up in oil and gas exploration uh, countries. So, so we have over a thousand antennas with Halliburton. We have uh, Rignet as a, as a customer. We have the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia's uh, Aramco oil and gas exploration uh, company. And uh, we have also a lot of Russian oil and gas uh, companies that are using the antennas. We have them in the in Asia, uh, the large numbers of them in Asia, from China to Malaysia, Indonesia for disaster management, again for cellular backhaul. Uh, we have many of them in the Middle East uh, f- uh, for, again, uh, communication uh, purposes in, in locations where, where it's, it's uh, remote areas in the Middle East. And, of course, we have a lot of them in northern part of Europe, uh, oil and gas exploration in the North Sea and uh, quite a large number of them in Mexico and, uh, and South America uh, and, other, and, and other parts of South America, like Brazil, uh, Chile, and Argentina, uh, just to mention a few places. But the antennas are literally over in over 100 countries, and um, as I mentioned, there's over 8,500 of them deployed, and we sell, you know, we sell literally hundreds, hundreds of them uh, every quarter, uh, and the last order that we just received was for 100 men packs, which are also going to Japan. Uh, it's a 24 kilo, very light a backpack antenna where the whole antenna fits into a backpack. It's carbon fiber and can be rapidly uh, assembled within five minutes and it will find a satellite in seconds. So you can easily take it apart without any tools, easily put together, pack it into a backpack, put it on your back as a backpack, and one person can carry it to a location, and it becomes, could become a cell tower, you know, a cellular backhaul uh, solution, or it just becomes a, a standalone uh, communication device. So, so th- these are a lot of, lot of applications for these type of uh, uh, uses. The military will be one of them, but there's many, many applications. Uh, some of the large uh, big box uh, operators use these antennas for disaster management in case they lose, lose communication because of power loss. They need something to drive the cash registers. And again, you, you don't need a, a satellite engineer to set this up. It's just, it can sit on a vehicle, it can sit on the ground, and all you need to know is to push one button. So it makes it very, very simple to very rapidly deploy and connect to the, to the Internet. And, and how much does it cost? What's the uh, average sale price? It depends. Antennas come in very various sizes. So, you know, the smaller the antenna, the more expensive it is. So a mempack will probably be about in, in the 30 plus thousand dollar range. Uh, other smaller vehicle mount antennas would be in the $10,000 range and large like 1.8 meter antennas that are, that are transferable or transportable by a helicopter uh, would be in the $80,000 range. 
Okay. And and um, I'm jumping around here, but I, f I wanted to ask, is this all protected? Do you have some IP around it? We own all the IP, uh, and you know the all of the all the smarts is in the controller uh, of these antennas, and of course the we have number of patents for the phased array electronically steered antenna that hopefully will be coming out, uh, will be tested this year, and we hopefully will be in the manufacturing of next year. These antennas are very unique in a sense that they are built from some very small elements, and the elements are uh, combined together like Lego and can be built as large an antenna or as small an antenna as, as required. They're based on the principle of a printed circuit board. So there are integrated circuits on a circuit board that, that are actually the antennas themselves. And, and these electronically steer the, the beam to different satellites and move from satellite to satellite and makes it possible. There's no moving parts. Uh, so it makes it possible to put on a, on a plane or put it on a, on a vehicle's roof because they are thin, they are modular, and they are conformal also. So you can build a, a you know, like a, like a tile-like um, application from it. So it can be a sphere or a circle or anything that you can put these modules on, and then the antenna becomes the shape that you want it to become. And it makes it possible to track multiple satellites simultaneously and deliver a large amount of broadband into the vehicle, into the boat, into the plane, into a train, etc. When should we see that? It, it is being tested now. Um, it's a collaboration with the University of Waterloo where this antenna is being designed. SECOM owns all the IP on this, on this antenna. We have already filed for a number of patents. And uh, we hopefully be in production if everything goes well uh, early next year. Okay. Okay. So you were with us about a year ago. Um, what's different from a year ago uh, and what are you most excited about now? Other than COVID, I guess uh, <laughs> that is different from last year to this year that kind of crimped everybody's style and, uh, and, and put the brakes on, on the business. Uh, we, we are looking forward this year to actually t testing these electronically steered antenna over a live satellite and uh, publicizing the, uh, the, um, uh, the performance of this antenna. And then, and then doing additional testing of his vehicles uh, to make sure that it, it does work on a vehicle at a certain speed and withstands all the harsh environments that a vehicle requires to uh, withstand. And, uh, and uh, so we are looking forward to producing this finally after four years. SICOM is also involved in a European uh, space agency and a Canadian space agency project to take some of the IP that we have developed and uh, reduce it into a printed circuit board that style a chip that would make it possible to develop the next generation 5G, 6G cellular, um, cellular chips uh, that uh, will use the same technology for satellite connectivity or from drones um, down, to, um, down to the ground and from drones to the satellite to eliminate cell towers. So this technology is called uh, HAPS. It's a high-altitude platform station and uh, would, require, would, would, would make it possible for a drone to eliminate up to 400 cell towers on the ground by circling in a 300-kilometer uh, 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 range at a 20-kilometer height. So that's another project using our patented technology that will be 
we are working on. That's about two years away, but we are in partnership with that technology with some large U.S. and European semiconductor manufacturers who will be embedding some of the technology that we have developed into these integrated circuits. And, and that HAPS is separate from the flat panel, is that correct? It, it, it is separate, yes. But uses okay. the same uses the same frequency or actually uses a higher frequency, much higher frequency. So the bandwidth uh, availability from that will be 100 times greater than, let's say, the existing uh, uh, bandwidth that you see today. And uh, it will be, it, 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 is a, it is a completely different disruptive type of technology where the SECOM phased array technology is being, uh, the patents that we have developed are being applied. But it is, it is geared more towards cellular but also at the same time it's going to work with a satellite. So the, the HAPS is connected down to the ground. With a, we'll be using a regular type of a cell phone, and then it's also connecting from the HAPS to the satellite where, where our technology, our antenna technology sitting on the HAPS will be deployed. So it sounds like you have a layering of new products coming on board over the next couple of years. Uh, gross correct. margins, um, you know, the, where they are the now, is that where they should be? Yes, yes. We hope that we can maintain the, the gross margins. It uh, remains to be seen, obviously, as to uh, how much we can charge for some of this technology and in what volume we can make them, because we are going to be also manufacturing the integrated circuits that combine the uh, that make it possible for the antenna to be to be phased array and 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 flat and and modular. So uh, those chips, uh, if they are going to be built in in the hundreds of millions. Then you know the the, the margins uh, should 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 be the same, and the price of the of the antennas should come down to make it available to a large segment of the population. And, and these new products, I assume, are going to be your your key drivers. Are, are there any other growth drivers that to speak of? No, I think I, I think that's that's it for now. I mean, we have we have existing business that is profitable. That, that continues, and this is the, the standard parabolic antennas uh, using, uh, using our uh, INETU products that are, uh, you know, the, the on-the-pause antenna systems that we, are, um, developed, that we have developed over the last 24 years, and these are still selling very well. So we have that uh, segment continuing, but the big opportunity will come from this electronically steered phased array antenna, which obviously will be on a totally different scale than what we are doing today. Yeah. You've got a lot on your plate. Do you have enough money to, to finance it all? Well, yes, the company is profitable. It has over $22 million of working capital. It has no debt. We still we are paying dividends. As a matter of fact, we just issued a news release yesterday, uh, or actually today, about an, another quarter of dividends that we are paying. So cash is not a problem for us. We also have funding from government agencies uh, for the for this technology development. So both the uh, the European Space Agency HAFPA project and the Canadian Space Agency uh, are funding the development of that project to the tune of about 50%. And the uh, University of Waterloo project was funded also by the government of Canada to the tune of 50%. And we paid the other 50 and uh, we are just about finished paying that off. So funding is not an issue at all. Very nice. So as we look out over the next 12 months, let's say, what type of events or catalysts should we see? 
Well, the big the big events should be uh, obviously we we have announced that we received a 3.4 million dollar order from Japan uh, that will that will complete in the first quarter. So you will see an absolutely you know very large uh, profitable quarter that we will have as a result of that large order. Normally our first quarter is very weak, so this will blow the doors off all the other first quarters that we have had before. And uh, after that, we will have obviously uh, announcements, uh, a, you know, vis-a-vis the uh, testing of this electronically steered antenna over uh, satellite, live testing over satellite, live testing in a vehicle, and all of those will be published. And I think that based on that, you will see a lot of activity because this type of product is is, is being awaited by the market in a with a tremendous expectation. Very good. Well, before we go, is there anything I missed that you want to share with us? No, the only other thing that you could probably give uh, the the listeners the uh, the the uh, stock symbols. Uh, I don't know if you have it handy. Uh, for, yeah, no, that'll uh, be on the, on the on the website. But you're welcome to, to share it now if you like. Well, it's TSXV uh, CMI. CMI is on the uh, on the uh, Canadian exchange, and I need to look up the. Uh, the exchange for the uh, U.S. over the over the counter. If you hang on for a second, I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, that uh, one, Leslie. That one. C Y S N F. C Y S N F. Charlie Yellow that Sam Nancy Frank. That's correct on the OTC. Yes. Yes. Well, very so that's good. The only thing uh, I, that's the only thing I have. Okay. Well, thank you so much for for sharing. My pleasure, Jeff. It was a pleasure talking to you as always. Thank you, Leslie.